In this week's episode, I'm joined by my friend Latanya Wilkins, founder and CEO of Change Coaches and author of Leading Below the Surface. This week, we'll chat about beer for older adults, ASL for the Barbie movie, a historic win for trans athletes, and more. Hey there, my name is Bernadette Smith. Welcome to Five Things in 15 Minutes, my weekly show where I bring good vibes to DEI. That is good vibes to diversity, equity, and inclusion with a little dash of corporate social responsibility. What I've found is that there are lots of news stories about what's going wrong in the world and lots of negative data, but there are also a lot of things going right. That's what I like to focus on. I search for DEI stories that we can be inspired by and learn from. My hope is to inspire you to experiment with some of these inclusive actions and policies within your own organization to help you build a more inclusive world. Let's get started. Latanya, will you tell folks a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Latanya. I run a, a company, Change Coaches. Many of you have probably heard of it. We we uh, help leaders lead in today's times. Uh, coaching, we offer coaching workshops, bundles. Um, key, I do a lot of keynotes. I also am an author of Leading Below the Surface. It's all about building relationships across differences. Lots going on with that, especially a new accelerator that I'm really excited about. So that's a little bit about me. And, and another little thing about me is I'm really excited to relax uh, for a week after this podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for being one of the last acts of the year. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for joining. So, you know what? I I wrote about your um, LinkedIn post. You had a post on LinkedIn that said, coaching clients have told you that they've felt short of their goals for this year. And one of the questions that you usually ask them when you hear this is, what is your measuring stick? So in a year like 2023, where there's such a wide variety of different kinds of stress and tension and war, like, what is the right stick in the goalposts? And I think that's a really great question you're asking your clients. So talk to us a little bit about what you mean. Yeah, so we live in this world that is that thrives on in busyness. We brag about busyness. We're, we're competitive. It's funny because I was on a call last week and someone was like, and I felt really great that they said this to me, but they're like, you know, you're actually, you promote other coaches. You like, I was like, of course I do. Like, I'm not, I'm not the end all be all. And we, we just thrive on competition. And I'm not into that. I'm into, you know, more collaboration community. And so what I, what I found is that a lot of folks were measuring themselves on things that were contrived or really didn't say much, um, numbers, stats. Like we need those things too. Some of you may thrive on those things, but but also, you know, what did you set out to do this year and how has that gone? And how will you measure that? And I can't decide that for people. You mm -hmm. have to decide that for yourself. But for us, it was a big investment year. There was a lot going on. You know, it's like when you launch a new product, you have to kind of listen to the voice of the customer. And so my measuring stick, what I thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year changed towards the end of the year. I had a year like that last year, you know, absolutely. And uh, and I think that for me, this current year was a year to to sort of reset a little bit and 
learn more about myself as an individual. And it was actually the first year in a while in which I didn't have those particular kinds of metrics for my business. I have them again for next year. <laughs> but for this year, I needed a little bit of that break. Uh, so I hear what you're saying for sure. Absolutely. And, and again, I'm not saying we shouldn't have these. I mean, obviously, for those of you that are entrepreneurs listening, all the big companies, they want that. What's your revenues? How much did you grow? Like all that stuff as you go in. But there's other ways to measure yourself. And so even having like a, a, a balanced scorecard or something that balances the year out so you could see it to, to the fullest and not just kind of call your year on one not hitting a number or not hitting that number. Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned before we went on air that you are um, going to publish something on LinkedIn this week about setting your word for the year. Um, so folks, definitely follow LaTanya and make sure that you you read that. But would you mind giving us a little bit of a preview about the thought behind setting a word for the year as an intention? Yeah, yeah. So again, it comes back to that measuring stick and, and it's uh, kind of starting the year off right with the measuring stick that would accurately capture my year. And my word for the year is impact. And the reason why that goes across everything is because I, I bring that word into evaluating everything, doing everything. Should I launch a new project or product? Impact. Should I take on this client? Impact. If it's not going to have impact, should I, should I go to this event? There's not going to be impact. I'm not going. And so it's like, what is your word going to be? And I loved your word if you want to share it, but uh, I'm sure that's the filter you'll be looking through as well. Yeah, my word for the year for 2024 is shine, which makes me very uncomfortable, even though I have a podcast and a live stream. Apparently, I need to shine more, according to the voices in my head. So anyway, it's it's a word that makes me uncomfortable, but I think that's where the growth and the challenge is, right? And so I think that it's about leaning into the work that needs to be done in an uncomfortable way as well. That's just going to kind of push us to the next level so we can continue to serve more people. So I think of it in, in a few different frameworks. Yeah, absolutely. I love that shine. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like you have a little, I could even imagine a shiny crystal. I mean, here I am going <laughs> to coach mode, but it's like having a little shiny crystal ball on your desk next to you. Exactly. Of that all the time. Yeah. I'll have all sorts of accessories before before the next year is through. All right. Well, let's get into uh, this week's good vibes. This first story comes from the World Croquet Federation, where Jamie Grumble became the first out trans woman to clinch a women's world championship in any sport. She triumphed over fifty five competitors from sixteen countries which is a major win, especially with all the setbacks in trans inclusion in sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like nice to have some good news, I would say, in that area, yes, because it has been quite a year for trans folks. Yeah, and so this kind of aligns with the World Croquet Federation's updated policies, which follow the International Olympic Committee's policies. So there, you know, in some sports, there's more inclusion than others of trans folks. And because there is such a discrepancy, uh, folks are kind of not really sure where they stand. So I think that makes this victory even more significant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's going to start more conversations as well around mm -hmm. this. I, it's interesting because uh, I was watching a football game yesterday and I saw uh, a woman 
referee. And I was like, wait, I don't think I've seen that. And it's, it's just like really starting the conversation around this and getting that off the ground because it's, there's a lot of starts and stops. And so I'm, this is a story that I think could, could have the power to do that. Exactly. All right. Well, the second story this week comes from Discord, which updated its policies to specifically ban misgendering and dead naming of trans individuals. So they've updated their Discord's uh, hateful conduct policy. They actually updated it last year, but they just made it public. And it sets a vital precedent, especially when there are platforms like Twitter or X which are actually not protecting LGBTQ plus users at all. And there's a big issue with LGBTQ plus safety in online spaces. So this is really significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, those are two, definitely two significant wins in a row. So you got your top two right there. <laughs> <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're looking to really create a more respectful online community. And I think that there's just so much hate speech out there and so much trolling that really sends folks down into a, a, a shame spiral. It can really negatively impact folks on and offline. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's nice that you can actually complain about harassment and it's going to be taken seriously because it's just that's. That's so. That's becoming more and more uncommon these days. Like to actually be taken seriously. Exactly. All right. Well, the third story this week comes from Estee Lauder Companies, which has a new product called Voice Enabled Makeup Assistant (VMA), which is a groundbreaking innovation that merges artificial intelligence and augmented reality to empower visually impaired individuals. So it provides voice guidance for makeup application, and it allows folks who who are blind or visually impaired to actually know how to apply their makeup, which is such Mm. an amazing, amazing technique. Like, this is why having a diverse team is important, because I don't know what I don't know, right? Right, right. Like this, I love this story about using AI for good because mm-hmm. it's all the stories are bad, and I'd love to see more of this and more around just research, health research, cancer research, like life saving research, but AI used for other things besides consumerism. And so this is great. This is great to see that it's being used for accessibility, even though that does probably lead to purchases. But I think finding a way for accessibility is always a win in my book. Exactly. And yes, I mean, of course, it's going to increase their market share or be good for PR, all of that, of course, right? But you know what, that's going to be a motivator for for change to occur. There has to be some sort of financial incentive or there often has to be, I should say. But you know what, I I love a good win-win. Right, right. And especially wins that can set precedent, right? And can kind of put a little bit of pressure on for other brands to start doing similar things just to compete. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Just really you, figuring out ways to use this in ethical ways and ways that, that are actually good for society. Yes, I agree. Yeah, exactly. All right. The fourth story this week is about the Barbie movie, which will soon debut on Max. What's special about this is that it will feature American Sign Language, ASL, interpretation with an interpreter visible on the screen. So folks who are deaf or hard of hearing can actually see the interpreter on the screen during the show, during the film. I think that's 
really, really fascinating and fantastic. That is, that is, um, yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's one step beyond captions, right? Like where, yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of this before. Yeah, I know. It's pretty amazing. And I happen to love the Barbie movie. I certainly think it's, it's deserved all of the praise it's earned this year. And, uh, and it doesn't surprise me at all that they've sort of gone this extra mile towards inclusion and accessibility given what the content of the film itself. Yeah. I have, I have a confession. I have not seen Barbie and it's, I haven't, I didn't not see it because I'm not interested. It's, it's because there are so many other things going on that I didn't see it at the time, but my partner has seen it. And she, she told me that she sees why it's, why it's so popular, but I just haven't had a time to or a chance to watch it, but maybe I'll watch it over the holidays. We'll see. That's right. And, uh, you can choose the ASL option if you would like, Latanya, at least to test it out. <laughs> Maybe I'll rewatch it. All right. The fifth movie or the <laughs> the fifth story this week is about Bex Brewery, which has introduced Bex 70 Plus, a beer crafted specifically for the mature palate, acknowledging that taste preferences evolve with age. So this product has a more bitter flavor suited to older consumers and has an anti-ageist campaign to go along with it. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> that is so interesting because I was talking to my aunt about this recently, how taste buds evolve and change as you get older. Mm -hmm. And I, it's something I did not even have on my radar. So this is a fascinating story. Yeah. It's also fascinating that fewer people are drinking these days, especially younger generations. And so it's interesting that, that Bex is, is being more innovative and preparing for this, like drop off and drinkers and, and how to market to drinkers or even maybe have a zero proof option. But yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. And you're right. I mean, I think that there's definitely uh, an increase in folks who are who are dry um, for one reason or another. And I think it's really amazing to see that CPG companies are starting to really get creative in their product offerings because folks who choose not to drink alcohol should have some really great flavorful options, right? Instead of some of the, mm -hmm. the stuff of yesteryear. Right. Water is really great for us, but not everybody <laughs> wants to drink water all the time, even though I try to get my, you know, my 64 ounces in. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've never seen this type of product for older adults before, but I think it's uh, very creative. And certainly, you know, obviously we know that this is a financial move. Obviously, they're trying to uh, get good PR and, and all of that. But I think it's really clever to have an anti-ageist campaign to go along with it. And I, I think it's, you know, sometimes the stories on five things are very random. So <laughs> we'll <laughs> add this to the list. Well, and I think it's, I know it goes back to, yeah, it's PR, but it's also, as you know, loneliness is an epidemic, especially as mm -hmm. you get older. And so I think this is something to put out there to help people feel connected to something. Yeah. And so I, I think that's just something to mention as well on the other side of the coin. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that's a really good point. Well, folks uh, who are lonely, and I certainly know what that feels like, uh, another Another antidote besides Bex 70 plus is pickleball. It's a really good antidote for <laughs> loneliness. Can't help yeah, but uh, I'm not I'm not promoting <laughs> drinking away your loneliness, but I think just seeing 
just being acknowledged in the world <laughs> as someone that still has life left is something, <laughs> something to be said about that. Absolutely. It's good to have a sense of purpose with or without uh, a beer in hand. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Latanya, it has been great having you on the show this week. And this week's call to action is actually a link to your podcast, Leading Below the Surface, and a particular episode called What is Trauma Intelligence and Why Does It Matter? So you can check out that link. We'll make sure it gets put in the show notes. And Latanya, how can folks get in touch with you? Yeah, old-fashioned way. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Or you could go to changecoaches.io or you connect with Change Coaches on LinkedIn. Those are three ways to get a hold of me. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for being a great guest. Happy holidays, everyone, and have a great week. Take care. Thank you for listening to 5 Things in 15 Minutes. I hope you found yourself inspired by at least one of this week's stories. If you did, would you mind sharing it with a colleague and leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform? And if you don't already get my Five Things newsletter, join at fivethingsdei.com. I'm Bernadette Smith, and I'll see you next week right here for Five Things in 15 Minutes, bringing good vibes to DEI. DEI.